Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, Tampa Bay sports fans. Welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. Hope you're having a great day. My name is Jim Barron. I'm your host. We're talking about the Rays getting off to a great start on opening day. The final four brackets on both the women's side and the men's side this weekend, as well as some hockey. Lightning had an off week, but looking to rebound here. Number here, as always, is 877-448-7901. Or you can shoot us an email at sportsatpower901.com. Let me know what you want to talk about, and we'll try to get it on the air. We'll be right back to get the show started on Power 90.1. David was in big trouble with the IRS. At first, I only owed a few thousand, but each time I got a letter, it was worse. I was going to lose everything, my savings, my house. And after this year, it was out of control. Then David called the tax experts at Get a Tax Lawyer. Get a Tax Lawyer can help settle the debt and get you a fresh start. Don't mess with the IRS. Call 800-654-9116. 800-654-9116. That's 800-654-9116. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the gym. B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. I know it was only game one of hopefully a 162-game season, but the Rays had us on pins and needles already, I'll tell you. Uh, another nail-biter, first game of the season, Tyler Glass now. How did he look yesterday? Unbelievable. He looked like the ace that he is. Uh, he went out there, he pitched six innings, had a great game, um, Got a little help from Austin Meadows in the eighth inning with his solo shot. When I say a little help, there weren't many hits yesterday, uh, but Meadows did have a home run with two outs in the eighth. That all the scoring we needed to hold on and, and beat the Marlins in the season opener. So uh, I think that if you look at the game yesterday, um, I'm going to take away the fact that Tyler Glass now really looks like the number one starter that he is. I've never seen him pitch as well as I saw him pitch yesterday. And that's not taking anything away from his counterpart, uh, Sandy Alcantara. I mean, he pitched just as well yesterday. I mean, it was a dueling uh, performance by both pitchers. Um, Alcantara only got in trouble once with a single and um, and the walk and a hit by pitch. So uh, he... He retired 16 of the final 18 batters he faced, but those bats were silenced by the Rays pitchers. I, I believe Glass now threw 77 pitches, and uh, Alcantara only threw 83. Put the bullpen in, we did the job, and we moved on. So I guess what they say, if you can't win the first one, you can't win them all. So we're off to a great start. But Meadows had a bomb. Uh, he probably hit... Um, a 419-foot shot, I think they said, was when I watched it yesterday. So, love to hear your comments and what you think the Rays um, need to do more of. I know it's only been one game, um, but if you look at the bats, it's going to obviously take a little while for them to get used to, you know, playing again in, in you know, real head-to-head competition. Uh, the lineup, if you looked at, you no know, Meadows, again, had that shot, or Rosarina, Brandon Lau, Diaz, uh, Sortuga, uh, Adamas, Kier Myers, and you know did a 
heck of a job behind the plate calling the game, in, in my opinion. And that's what he's on the team mostly for. It's certainly not as bad. His bat gets lost a lot of times. And then Margot as well. So I think that if you look at the start that we had yesterday, uh, again, we're in the game no matter what, all the way to the end, whether we're uh, no score, whether we're up by three, down by four, whatever it might be, this team is going to be the same type of team as it was last year. They're going to give us um, well, fits during the year at, at certain points with the bats not waking up. Then they're going to score 15 runs in one game. And with the pitching staff, though, if you look at it with Glass now, you know, yet on Thursday, you have Ryan Yarbrough is going to be the second person going. Then you're going to have uh, Michael Walker, Rich Hill, and Archer. So you're going to be basically going with five. Uh, five pitchers there. You have, of course, Glasnow is the righty. Uh, Walk is the right-handed pitcher, and so is Archer. And then you have Rich Hill and Yarbrough as as the two lefties on the hill. Uh, again, you have to look at their small payroll. So despite the small payroll, we still brought back 11 of the top 13 in plate appearances for the team last year. So, you know, it's, our success that we have is that we are able so often to just exceed what is forecasted for the team in any particular year. And I think that if you look as the season progresses here, you're going to see a couple stars there in the Rose Arena and Brandon Lowe really start to take effect. And then you're also going to have um, Wander Franco coming up. I know we talked to him a couple times uh, he's probably the best prospect in the game right now. Um, you know, he, he only turned 20 on March 1st, but he's a heck of a shortstop. He's a switch hitter. And, um, you know, I think his approach to hitting is really going to uh, make his debut at some point this year when he gets up to the up to the big leagues. But, um, again, if you – I think the biggest question mark – you know, is Austin Meadows going to be Austin Meadows you know, like he was in, in 2019? And if he is, then his the offense for the Rays is really very imposing uh, to other uh, lefty uh, ballparks as well. So I really think that the Rays are going to have a great year this year. And, you know, we talked about the competition, of course, the Yankees, who, by the way, dropped their home opener. Uh, they always look great on paper. No, they have their their ace Garrett Cole, uh, who who pitched well, but again, not not much help in the game yesterday. A couple ill-timed plays, uh, Judge in the tenth inning misplayed one off the wall, which allowed the run to score, and of course he had uh, struck out right before that. So there's definitely some volatility on the Yankees team this year. I think um, Sanchez is going to be a great. Frontline catcher Torres is a great shortstop as well, but I, I think um, I think the depth they're able to win ninety games. I think, but you never know what's going to happen with that team. You know, if you look behind behind Cole, who do they really have? They have Corey Kluber, Domingo German, Jordan Montgomery, Jamison you Natalia. Know, a lot of those names don't you know, spark fear in the lineups of of other uh, teams right now. So uh, we'll see what happens as the season progresses. Obviously it's only the first couple games of the year, 
But when you had the Yankees and the Rays going head to head, we've always had good success against um, the Bronx Bombers in the last several years. You know, you had the Blue Jays who were playing the Red Sox. Their home opener got uh, canceled yesterday because of uh, the weather. Go figure up there in Beantown. But uh, those two teams are are playing. If you look at the Red Sox, I don't think they have all that much. Um, Ivaldi was a starting pitcher. Garrett Richards, uh, I think Perez is going to be there. Nick Pavetta, maybe uh, Rodriguez. And then with Toronto, uh, you know, you got George Springer, Marcus Simeon. They they can they can play. They they're going to surprise some teams. I think they're going to have a greater um, productive season than the Red Sox this year, as as well as the Baltimore. I don't think they can really um, match what we have and probably not what the Yankees have as well. You know, if you look at the Blue Jays lineup, they got Springer, like I said, Simeon, Bo Bichette, Hernandez, uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. at first base, probably. Uh, Jansen, Biggio. So I think they can, I think they can um, win uh, 85, 86 games this year. Uh, the Red Sox probably win, I would say, 80 games. And then Baltimore, I have to take that projection all the way down into the 60s if you look at the talent level on that team right now. Uh, the pitcher is going to be going with uh, John Means, Harvey. You're going to have Zimmerman, George Jorge Lopez, and Dean Kramer there. So I'm not quite sure, again, how much fear that's going to spark in the competition's eyes. I think they're still taking baby steps towards contention. So they need to, um, they need some players like Mountcastle and Reichman to uh, really show that they're long term uh, major leaguers and start playing. So I'd love to hear your comments on what you think. Like I said, I understand it's only the first weekend of the regular season, but the uh, Rays did it to us with the nail biter in game one. Hopefully they have a good weekend. They're off tomorrow for a rare Sunday off, but they will be playing um, again here. So we'll see what happens when they lace them up. Questions, 877-448-7901. Again, give me your thoughts on what pieces to the puzzle you think the Rays need to put together to take it that one step further than we did last year. It was a great ride last year. Came up just a little bit short, but I think with all the pieces in place, we can... um, Uh, do just as well as we did last year and maybe even go a little further. We'll be right back on the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 
That's 800-943-2195. Now, Now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Staying with baseball for a minute here. As great as it was to see the season get started this week, of course, we still have some um, lingering issues with covid The season opening series between the Nationals and the Mets was postponed Friday. Uh, General Manager Mike Rizzo of the Nationals saying that a fourth player from the team has tested positive for COVID-19. So here we are in the first weekend of the year. And again, you know, we have players testing positive with along with a staff member. So they're all in quarantine and doing contact tracing from the fallout. And they're going to start their season uh, hopefully on Monday. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, obviously, if this is going to be an ongoing battle, I believe, for the next several months, hopefully that we can get things. I guess as players start to get uh, more vaccinated, they're hoping that they can reduce the numbers of occurrences of something like this, as well as allowing more and more fans to be able to uh, go into the game. So, uh, no, we'll see what happens. I, I don't think they can practice until uh, later on tomorrow. And then uh, on Monday when they play, I believe they're playing the Braves. They'll probably have to have some the, some alternate players because they won't have enough, I don't believe, to go ahead and field that team. So you're going to have some interesting uh, situations this year. And again, the, the, the Major League Baseball and the Players Association both are going to err on the side of caution throughout everything, which is you know, probably best for all the players involved. Uh, but it's going to be interesting. It's going to be some snags and everything. You just can't go from um, you know dead stop to postponing everything and not expect there to be you know, injuries because when you stop, you know, all of a sudden you're playing and you stop. Now you have to ramp back up and go through all the, you know, preseason drills, if you will, to you know, get back going. When that happens, I really think you're going to see some injuries. So uh, it'll be interesting. We'll see what happens. But that was one of the issues on the downside of, of baseball starting this week. Also, uh, and talking about a, a cloud, dark cloud with baseball right now, it was announced yesterday that the All-Star game, which was supposed to be um, in July in Atlanta, is uh, being moved. Uh, they're moving the All-Star game from Atlanta. They have not announced where it's going to be yet, uh, but it was it was moved due to concerns of the voting restrictions that Georgia had voted to put in place. They're also, they're also going to say that the, um, the, the draft is going to be uh, moved to a different city as well. Next year's game is supposed to be in Los Angeles. They don't foresee any issues um, regarding uh, canceling or, or moving that at this point. But, uh, the Players Association, the Players Alliance, they all voted, Manfred said in a statement, 
um, to go ahead and relocate this year's All-Star game. I would love to hear what you guys have to say about that. Uh, I'm going to give you my my take on this. I have said all along, and I stand firm in my belief system that everyone is entitled to their opinion. It doesn't matter what side of the aisle you may be on or if you're not on an aisle, if you're in the middle of the road when it comes to anything political, that that's, that's fine. We all have our uh, individualism and right to say, you know, what we feel and vote accordingly. My problem with this is that when it starts involving sports, uh, as I've said many times on the show, sports has always been a a source of entertainment, um, a way of maybe forgetting for a while about the everyday stresses of, of whether it be work or just life in general sometimes. And to be able to now start to politicize sporting events, um, whether it be possibly with vaccines, possibly something just like this where you cancel a event, there's a lot of revenue that the host city is able to um, be able to, to prosper with when you have a all-star game, something like this. So for them to just cancel it and move it and yank it out of the city like that. It's really an unfortunate situation for the businesses, the employees, and not to mention the fans that are actually victims of, of this decision. So um, I, again, I, I don't want to entangle politics and sports. I don't, that's where I pretty much, you know, draw a line when you have players. Again, if players have a platform and they feel the need to go ahead and speak out on it, whatever it may be, uh, if it's the right time and right place, fine, go ahead. But once you start making it a, um, a, a weapon, if you will, or a chess piece or a pawn in, in stuff like this, then I think it's gone too far. And that's where I don't, um, I don't want to see it going further and going down that road. I don't know what the fix is going to be, but I'm hoping that everyone's able to get together and have a, a good conversation, productive conversation and find some ways to uh, go ahead and, and find some common ground so that we can, not have instances like this uh, again. It's it, you can't you can't move an event like this without having ill effects, and it, it's hard to just go ahead and set up again. It's supposed to be July, so it's what April, May, June, four months away. How it's, it's, sometimes it's not that easy to set everything up again and go through all the steps that have to be taken to uh, get a weekend or a night like that to be able to take place. So I, I just, again, I'd love to hear your comments on it. If you agree with me, that's fine. If you disagree with me, that's fine. Also, it's what it's all about. But I would like uh, to hear some comments on what you think, if it's the right move to make, if you think that uh, perhaps they were, it was done hastily. And what do you think would be a good fix so that these types of situations don't become the norm. Because like I said, my biggest um, concern and my biggest fear is that you start bringing uh, all these 
political views into sports. I really don't want to see that. Again, the number here is 877-448-7901. Email sports at power901.com. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at the Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. March Madness is wrapping up this weekend. We got the men's final four later on today. Of course, we have Gonzaga with a 30-0 record, unblemished, trying to be the first team since Bobby Knight's Indiana Hoosiers to go undefeated. Um, they'll be playing UCLA. UCLA, I'll tell you what, they're 22-9. It's just the second team since the field expanded to 68 teams to go from the first four to the final four. Uh, it's been a great story for them. I'll, I'll tell you what, they have the toughness and grit. Coach uh, Cronin out there, Mick Cronin, uh, has really done a fantastic job. Uh, so we're going to see. They have to play a perfect game to be able to beat Gonzaga, in my opinion. And Gonzaga needs to have an off game for that to happen. UCLA does have some uh, star players, obviously. Johnny uh, Zuzang is having a great tournament. He's averaging over 15 a game. Uh, Jaime Yacrez is 6.3 rebounds. And uh, no, Tiger Campbell is really the glue on that team that uh, from a point guard's position, he seems to know whom to get the ball to and when to do that. So I think that uh, Gonzaga, if you look, it's really been, I think, a very year from the beginning. Uh, you know, about the only thing that we don't know about Gonzaga at this point is how they might handle a close game because they really haven't, you know, had any close games. They uh, a couple challenges in the first half of the game, but they came back to win. So uh, that may come into play this week in the next couple of days here, but I, I don't see it happening against UCLA in this one. I think that um, they they have some players. They have Drew Tim, who's you know, he, he's, uh, I don't know if you want to take him or Kispert for the last shot. So uh, between the two of those guys, uh, they're unbelievable marksmen. And I don't know uh, if one of them has a bad game, the other one will step up. Suggs is the true leader there as a guard. I think every team he's ever played on since the fifth grade has won a championship at some level I heard the other day. So I think that, that should be a good game uh, for a while anyway, but I do think that Gonzaga's overall depth and uh, ability is going to carry them to a win. They're, I think they're 14, 14 point favorites in this one. I'm not sure about uh, that line, but I do think that they will win and advance to the final game on Monday night. Now, who are they going to be playing on Monday night? Well, the other two teams are Baylor and Houston. So uh, Baylor, Baylor was a um, 
26 and two team that really you know had some pandemic issues early in the season. They were number one for a while. Of they're being able to play uh, so consistently because they have some players that can drive and shoot, but they do tend to have some turnovers and bad passes at some crucial times. Fortunately for them, they've been able to overcome those turnovers uh, with their athletic ability. Um, you you have guys like uh, Jared Butler, who's averaging over 16 points a game. Uh, Mark Vitale on the boards is having a great season. And uh, of of course, Mitchell, uh, their point guard. So Baylor with only two losses all year long, they're having a great tournament. They'll be taking on Houston. Uh, the, the Cougars are probably the, the least talked about team out of these Final Four, but it doesn't mean that they're not dangerous. They really did get a good break in the brackets, not having to uh, face a team seated than higher than 10th, I believe, uh, up to this point. So we're going to see what they're made of at this point. Uh, I know that... They have some good senior leadership as well. Uh, the Giroux with the assists, he's, he's, he's been hurt back and forth, but he's always there for the you know, when it's important. And Quentin Grimes averaging just under 20 a game, and Gordon's been really a beast on the board. So I think that they play a tenacious defense, especially to John Giroux, who we were just talking about. And um, you know, Giroux also has the knack of hitting a big shot when it matters. So it's going to be interesting to see how they come out and and play that game. I look for it to be a low-scoring game. I believe that uh, Baylor is a a six- or seven-point favorite at this point. That may change in the next uh, couple hours. But I I think if you look at this game, Houston's going to probably try to put the clamps on, maybe take the air out of the ball and um, run the clock down. I don't think they can go basket for basket with Baylor and match their athleticism and get a victory that way. They may have to rely on their sound defense. And, you know, Coach Kelvin Sampson, he's been um, instilling that in his team all year long. So they can they can play defense and they can also score some points when they have to. So I don't think it's going to be a um, much of a – one-sided game like the first one has the possibility of being, and that's with no disrespect to UCLA. It's just really a spectacular Gonzaga offensive um, talented team that they have. So then it takes us to Monday night, the final between Baylor and Gonzaga, probably the one that you know everyone's been waiting for all year long. They're supposed to play, I, I think, in November, but that didn't really happen. So when it comes down to Monday night's game with Gonzaga and, and Baylor, assuming those two teams win, who do you like? Who do you like in that one? I'll say one thing, though. Don't don't turn your head because you're going to see some points. If it's those two teams in the final, you're going to see a heck of a game with teams uh, really going to the boards. Houston goes to the boards better than anybody uh, in the tournament. Uh, there may not be many boards to get to the way that Gonzaga shoots. So I look for a thriller of a game if it does go to Baylor and Gonzaga, which, you know, like I said, no disrespect to UCLA or Houston. And, you know, Houston may prove me wrong and get to the, the championship game. But those two teams, uh, Baylor and Gonzaga, will have a uh, a really 
great game on Monday night if those two teams square off. Again, we'd love to hear your uh, thoughts on that. How did you do in your brackets? Hopefully better than I did. Um, at this point, I only have one of the final four teams left, which being Gonzaga. So you can imagine my chances of, of winning were pretty much shot down pretty quick. Again, the number here, 877-448-7901. Email sports at power901. Uh, touching quickly on the women's final four. You now you have UConn having a great year again, 28-1. Um, they played Arizona last night. And then South Carolina and Stanford were the other two teams. Um, they'll probably come down to Connecticut versus Stanford in the final game, which would be tomorrow. Women's final is Sunday and the men's are uh, Monday night. So overall, we've been lucky that uh, COVID hasn't reared its ugly head the last couple of weeks here as much, maybe a little bit, but um, certainly it's been uh, more than bearable to be able to um, not have to deal with it. Hopefully it stays that way for a couple more days. Again, love to hear your thoughts on on uh, the college basketball season wrapping up from the men's basketball standpoint. Roy Williams uh, stepped down. He will no longer be coaching uh, North Carolina. Had a great career over 30 years. Class guy all the way around. Wish him the best in retirement. 877 uh, Email sports at power901.com. We'll be right back to wrap it up on the Jimmy B Sports Show. Now, in-home or in-office do-it-yourself COVID-19 testing is available to you, and the results are 99% accurate. Save your time and be safe by avoiding the lines and crowds. You can test yourself and your family members at home. Test your employees at work, making sure your workplace is safe. Simply call Citation Bioscience at the number we're about to give you to order your COVID-19 testing kits. When they arrive, follow the simple instructions and send them back to us with our prepaid shipping. Results are ready the next day in 95% of the cases. And remember, they are 99% accurate and reimbursable by your insurance company. Save your time, stay safe, and avoid the crowds. Order your COVID-19 kits now by calling this number now. 800-433-8399. 800-433-8399. That's 800-433-8399. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, Lightning fans. Uh, now, the team lost three in a row to the Stars, the Hurricanes, the Blue Jackets. A couple four to three scores. Three to one, they lost to the Blue Jackets. But we did come back, beat the Blue Jackets on um, Wednesday, I believe it was, three to two. So we'll be taking on the Red Wings today at one o'clock. Look for a, a good victory there. No need to panic. We still have 52 points. We're tied for first uh, in the Central Division with Florida, who it seems that we either play Florida or Carolina uh, every week, it seems, at this point. But... Uh, don't worry about the Lightning right now. They're doing good. I, I think that the, all the focus on that team should be on staying healthy at this point and making sure that a lot of people are playing, getting the different 
ice time so that when the playoffs come, we can rely on not just uh, the first or second line, but on all the lines that we have and everyone contributes. And in the case of an injury, uh, which no one hopes for, obviously, the next person can step up and do that. Don't worry about Vasilevsky. I know he has looked human this past week a couple times, but no need for alarm there. He'll be ready definitely for the playoffs when they come. And uh, right now, I think the Lightning are one of the top two teams uh, with Vegas odds to win it all. They're in the Colorado Avalanche, I believe, are like 6-1 to one to win everything. So the people that know what's going on understand that you have some ups and downs. So no need to... Uh, go off the deep end here with the lightning. I do think that uh, if you look at the um, health of them right now, I don't see any issues. And I think that as the season progresses, as long as they can maintain that that clean bill of health, they'll be, they'll be ready for the playoffs. We'd love to hear what you have to say. 877-448-7901. Of course, the email is sports at power901.com. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have. It always goes by too fast. Uh, this weekend, whether you're celebrating Easter or celebrating Passover or just celebrating that it's the weekend, if you want to have a great time, enjoy the weather, a little cooler. I don't think it's going to last too long, so it's going to be sweltering here pretty soon. So get out and enjoy it. Again, thank you for listening to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I've been your host, Jim Barron. You have been in the gymnasium. Look forward to talking to you next time. Have a great weekend.